Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. And I am Grizz. And we are here with episode 99. Anthony, we're at 99, man. We're almost there. We're at the Gretzky. A long way. Long time coming. Yeah, man. I remember back pre-Bad Taste Video Podcast, Anthony and I... For a short time with Mainstream Mike, did one <laughs> called the Monster Blood Podcast. Oh, shit. I didn't know about this. And, yeah. That, that was probably one of my uh, favorite times making uh, it. Ent- I was making an entrance song, intro song, and I was like, man, I want to come up with something cool. I want something that sounds like Rockwell. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, yeah. I wanted something that had like horror movie themes, and I kept on finding all these royalty free things. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Probably no one's listening to this. I'm just going to use the fucking Rockwell song. I have it somewhere. I'll send, I'll send, I'll send it. it over. I believe you can find, I think there's an episode on Friday the 13th, part three, maybe? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then sure. we did like that. I don't know. <laughs> Pills have eyes. Don't listen we to did, And we also did. We did a lot. I don't know. We did. A lot. Yeah. Don't don't listen to it. <laughs> Man, you guys are like the fucking Casey Kasem of shitty horror movies. You guys are just dude, been we counting them to, down forever. No. Dude, we've been I doing like this Casey for a while, Kasem, man. So thank you. <laughs> we dude, we did we did a wrestling podcast. Yeah. We like you know before this one, we dabbled in other. Uh, well, you know, we still talk about wrestling. Say, we've, we're, talked we're probably about, gonna, we've talked about dabbling in a, a side bad taste wrestling uh, podcast yeah. every oh, now and then. Let us know if you, let us know if you'd be interested in that. We'll watch like you know the golden the golden age of It'll wrestling. VHS related, so there's tons of VHS yeah. wrestling shit we can yeah. choose from. So if you'd be interested, in maybe like a once a month episode on wrestling that's like a separate episode. Let us know because I think we could all probably shoot the shit for a while on that. Yeah, e- more even of though an it's a little mainstream, <laughs> you got the the VHS cover for SummerSlam 1992 is fantastic. If you, if you look at images <laughs> from that that box, just like if it was a movie, in the movie they were renting a wrestling tape as like a storyline part, it would be this cover. It just looks like what you would like. Just picture any '90s wrestling cover it's this fucking cover it's i'm gonna take that and photoshop our faces onto it for, oh, for the first episode so. oh i want to be the bulldog just, not now but like then <laughs> <laughs> i just got uh super clash 1985 oh, the tape super clash a little carrie von eric action on that von one eric. i think it's carrie it might be carrie or kevin i don't know it's one of yeah, those it's, you're close you got it you're right it's fine yeah it's either uh get different yeah names. so so let's get a little serious for a second, right? I guess we got to do it. <laughs> uh, we were talking about doing a giveaway this week. 
and we figured in lieu of what's going on, mm, we probably aren't going to do it. We would rather not be pumping our feed full of, uh, you know, repost this and all that shit. Uh, just so doesn't feel like we the will time do is it. appropriate right now. So yeah. we're, we're going to yeah. continue to do a giveaway. We're going to, you know, we'll let everybody know in the near future when, you know, that the timing is a little bit uh, more apt for us to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but sometimes you got to just not do that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the right move for us right now. And I think I think other people would agree with us. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of giving away the tape, go out and, you know, go protest. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah, be a of, don't be a wiener. I, you know where we stand. I'll break the fourth wall a bit before I came on and you guys were talking to me about um about um filling me in about how the giveaway because I wasn't here last week. I think as you said, there's a what are you said? I don't remember, but you guys like there's more appropriate things to uh, repost right now than a giveaway. So just uh yeah, anything um just do your, do your part and we'll get to the giveaway when we do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But. We will still release episodes because we are fucking mutants here and yes. we cannot break the chain of events. This is all we know. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, episode 99, we are still doing Blood Cult. Not the first shot on video film that you may have uh, thought. I don't know why people think that i guess because it was the first shot on video film that was directly made for video production it's like yeah it's the first movie made for home video market so i think their distinction of calling it that makes it a little confusing with being the first shot on video movie yeah because you did have boarding house like we just did Uh, go check out that episode yeah we have sledgehammer right after that then i think copperhead might have been even after that right so too correct and then we have blood cult which was released in may of 1985 which was a very good year for horror films yeah pretty crazy actually the the amount of shit because uh before we started he grizz was like oh man you know i got a list of some movies that came out that year and like i'm like hold it let's let's wait for uh let's wait for the episode so grizz let's let's name off a few movies that came out in 1985 well like there's the big players of 1985 and these were going to be the ones that you're going to go see in the movie theaters you're talking nightmare 2 the probably the best Best nightmare movie nightmare uh friday the 13th part 5 new beginning and I enjoy that one. I enjoy it. I know you do. Da- isn't Day of the Dead that year? <laughs> Day of the Dead. Return yeah. of the Living Dead. Yeah. Ghoulies. Yep. Demons. Hell yeah. Nail Hell Gun yeah. Massacre. Uh, I mean, Hell yeah. it's, it's a reanimator. Check out our episode. <laughs> the reanimator. Yeah. So. You got a reanimator tattoo? I, I might have a reanimator tattoo. I'm sure somebody else does too. I don't know. I'm going to get my. Yeah, I think I'm, I might have one. Yeah, I think <laughs> I have one also. <laughs> but while all this was going on in 85 uh, in the movie theaters, like I said, Blood Cult was made and it was, uh, you know, marketed as the first movie made for the home video market because there was a huge movement happening in 85 where, you know, you start to get VCRs in everybody's homes. You now have the ability to sell a movie and people don't have to go see it in the theaters. They can go and buy it directly and watch it at home. 
and that's what this was intended for um and in that time period there was a bunch of other people that were doing it uh the, the shot on video stuff really started taking off people like tim ritter with twisted illusions uh there's stuff like shock chamber and that's stuff from like emeritus who is out of canada they really were a big player in that as well uh a movie that we just saw this past summer attack of the killer refrigerator also 1985 um so mm-hmm. both spectrums of the horror world were really starting to pump at this time period Yo, for real, man, you're not gonna you're not gonna say Church of the Damn the fucking Polonia Brothers joint. Well, because Jeez. okay, the, the, okay, the Polonia Brothers were definitely pumping out stuff at this time period, but none of it was gonna get released in 1985. Now, The Ripper was a shot on video film released in 1985, which was also made by our man Christopher Lewis. Yeah, he so really these were his like two back-to-back shot on video films that I I mean I guess this was the most famous shit that he did, right? Oh, absolutely. Is this the only oh, shit he by did? Far. <laughs> uh that's a movie that we will actually eventually do. We also in 1985 had a couple things that I mean, have you ever heard of Southern Shockers by David Coleman? I have it's not, an anthology but I film. It on the list. Same thing with like pr- uh, Price of Vengeance, Deadly Trigger, Bikers versus the Undead, Survival Earth. Damn. I know that's an Emeritus uh, film. Which Emeritus was like a made-for-TV stuff that they did, but it was all low budget. I have uh, yeah. Survival 1990 that they did. That shit rocks. Yeah, you like that movie? Yeah, I do like that movie. Yeah, it's fun. Well, <laughs> this week we are. Uh, we're doing Blood Cult, which I would say is the superior of the shot on video films of this year, right? I mean, it feels like an actual movie, even though it does also give me like a 555 feel, you know? I, I would agree with they you. Both have- this is definitely, I think, the pinnacle of shot on video for this time period because it's so well done. Yeah. What year was what year was five five five? I couldn't tell. That was nineteen eighty eight. I think right. Was later. So this yeah. came first. Yeah, this came first. Uh, it's it's funny because they both have like the same vibe to me. Just the way the set looks and it's lit. I don't know. I might be just uh, imagining that at this point. But like we said, this was directed by Christopher Lewis. It was written by Stuart Rosenthal, which this was the only thing that Stuart wrote. I wonder why. He, uh, <laughs> I guess he wasn't really involved in, this, in Revenge, right? Mm-hmm. And this was made on a $27,000 budget. But the wow. funny thing is they spent $100,000 on marketing. <laughs> marketing. So going yeah, back so to what you stupid. said. Yeah, so going back that, to what you said, this was built great. directly... Well, shot directly for video market. You know, they were shooting for the rentals. It cost, I think, fifty nine ninety five for a cassette at the time of release, which actually isn't too bad because sometimes you'll get those prism tapes and they're like seventy nine ninety five, yeah. right? They're it's funny when you see those original price tags on Crazy there. It's like damn. I, I but mean, that's I even guess, with uh, like their yeah. packaging for Blood Call that they did for like the marketing, you could tell that they were trying to sell this movie on a shelf, you know, right at the fucking top of it in the tradition of horror legends like Psycho, Halloween, Friday the 13th. Any fucking horror fan in 1985 going into a video store seeing that shit is going to buy this movie. It's such a smart play. That. 
And there were two versions of the clamshell, and apparently there's a slipcase also. But the clamshell, there's one that just has the, you know, the gloved hand with the cleaver. And then there's one, I believe, that has the emblem, like the dog amulet on it. Oh, yeah, you're right. And that's the one that's, like, super rare. I don't have that And No, no, I don't think anybody really does. (laughs) I think that's the super rare one. And this was filmed in nine straight days. Can you tell that it was a rushed production? Maybe it didn't look like they had to do too much. Yeah, no but, real complex shots in this. I'm actually really impressed that it was shot if that's tr- in nine days because, like, even though it's not like as you're saying, it like doesn't it's not super crazy. But these just to get that many people together for that sort amount of time, it's very hard even now. You know? Yeah, like people <laughs> people just took off from their jobs. They're like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to use our vacation days to shoot this film. <laughs> Jesus. So apparently it only cost them $1,000 for the score. I think they got a bargain because this was a very good soundtrack. Dude, fucking Rod Slain. Props to this guy. He did a a couple other things throughout, you know, his career. But this fucking, this soundtrack is the highlight in my opinion. This makes this movie so much better. And this was shot on a Sony Betacam. One thing I wonder, can you put different lenses on the beta cam? Because they use a fisheye um, at one point. You probably, I would say there's probably maybe a, an attachment, like an adapter. Like maybe like they probably had like a thing where like if it was like a wide lens that you could screw on like a kind of an orb cover that kind of gives you that fisheye look. But yeah, they, they I, I, there had to be some kind of lens change or an a, a certain adapter for sure yeah for yeah. sure yeah 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 i don't know that's pretty interesting i, I need to get one i want a beta cam Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh and like we said there's a sequel to this that came out the next year called revenge and that was actually shot on 16 millimeter so they went back to film for some reason well, they also got some bigger names. They got fucking John Carradine and shit to come into it. They probably made some good money off of Blood Call and were like, oh, let's try to, you know, go a little bit bigger with Revenge. And they fucking ruined it. Oh, did they ruin it? Yeah. yeah. That movie's pretty boring. I like that it is connected, though. They at least do a good job with that, but it's. Stinker. Mm, yeah, it's not really that good. It's like a fucking One thing soap I forgot- opera, dude. I was really disappointed, honestly. <laughs> It, it does feel like it feels like a legitimate goosebumps episode <laughs> but a way too like long seri- one. yeah <laughs> it seriously looks like that and one thing that i forgot to mention was the original title for this movie was sorority house murders i'm glad cool. they changed it yeah, yeah you like blood yeah. cult better i like blood cult better and i just i i don't know the whole the whole sorority house thing i don't know i'm not there's so many movies with that shit so, you know this I agree. Alright, so why don't I hit the trailer and we'll get into this movie. One of the strangest series of crimes in recorded history took place on a small Midwestern college campus. Each victim was a sorority co-ed. Debbie, was that you? Are you still awake? Each time the killer struck, he mutilated his victim. He took one of her body parts and then left a golden amulet near the body. And the only clue, the story of an ancient witch cult of dog worshippers, though to be long dead, known only as the Blood Cult. Brothers and sisters, welcome. 
Could a witch cult begun in 1700 be active today? Could it be killing co-eds? And why? That is what a small town sheriff, Ron Wilboyce, must find out. As he delves deeper and deeper into the mystery of the college murders, he discovers that the blood cult is after him. But then it is too late, for he is in a trap, and the only escape is death. so gruesomely realistic <laughs> so graphically true it is banned from two midwestern campuses with an ending so surprising we dare you to guess who the killer is movie made especially for the home video market is a film you won't soon forget. Fucking Blood Cult. Why isn't that my band's name? What the fuck, dude? Uh, no. Why am I not in a black metal band named Blood Cult? Uh, that I, only plays once a year. It's funny that like, like you, you actually mentioned that because when I was watching this earlier, I was like, "Oh, there should be like a really cool like thrash metal band like that was just called like you know, uh, Black Glove Killer or something like that." Because there's just it's such a classic fucking thing that this you know kind of plays into. There's no bands called Dude, that. Blood, but I think Blood Cult is a better awesome. name. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, uh, this movie starts at a sorority house. Oh, because it's 1985. Animal. It's 1985, so you need the sorority house. And we, of course, see a woman taking a shower because it is 1985. And it's a horror movie. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's a horror movie. It's a low-budget horror movie. So we get killer POV in the house, of course, because it's 1985. And... We hear this woman in the shower saying, hey, did you get the pizza? Mm. Wow. Pizza sounds good. You know, you're thinking about pizza and you end up getting murdered in your own house. That's going to be me. And and she's like yelling like, hey, Tammy, are you guys home? So she thinks it's the other sorority girls, I guess. And one thing I have to say is that this intro setup takes for fucking ever. Uh, right it, it like does, it, but dude i like that it takes a long time because it it's very suspense building well we do see a black gloved killer and it's almost exactly like a giallo up until this point right <laughs> and you know the killer's wearing a leather jacket and as they walk through the house they're shutting off all the lights so they want to be protected with the cover of darkness. <laughs> and I really do like the look of this. And you see like the, uh, like a meat cleaver. That's like the killer's weapon of choice in this. And I think it's pretty fucking gruesome. I think it's awesome. Great choice of weapon. So the, uh, the killer, uh, attacks 
this girl in the bathroom, right? But she gets the door closed. But before she does, you see like the killer trying to uh, force their way into the bathroom. And you get these fisheye shots, right? And it's pretty cool. They look pretty good. They do look and really great. The lighting for that shot is really yeah. nice. It really dates the movie. Like it looks super 80s when you see those fisheye shots. I don't know why, but it just gives me, it's like a nostalgic feeling. I don't know why. But the killer eventually gets in, right? And he cuts her up with the cleaver. And you see blood shooting everywhere. It's like a like a Herschel Gordon Lewis movie, right? Very almost much like so. a blood feast like type thing. Well, it actually is almost, you know, pretty similar to Blood Feast. So the killer eventually severs her arm and uh takes it as a as a trophy as i don't know i guess we'll find out just right take it. yeah 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 and we also see a medallion being left with the dead body Ooh. and finally <laughs> like uh that. <laughs> that was what? very suspense what? building mike i like that <laughs> why what what's going on <laughs> Ooh, <gee>. <laughs> <laughs> And we finally get this text crawl. You think you're gonna get the, uh, think you're gonna get the title card, but no, you get a text crawl. And I will read it to you. I was hoping you would. <laughs> why? Why? What did you think I wouldn't? I not at all. I was I was waiting for this moment all day. Okay. 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 In the winter of 1985, one of the strangest series of murders in recent history shocked the small Midwestern college campus. The tragedies began on a cold November night and would grow into a crime spree that affected the entire community. It baffled even the experts. Under fire from public outrage and with a political election drawing near Sheriff Ron Wil- Wilbois, Wilbois? I don't remember, Wilbos? would find himself faced with an unraveling the mystery of these murderous attacks. The story tells us of his efforts and the bizarre results of his investigation. That's a mouthful right there, right? It's good to get it out. Now everyone's up to speed. And we can fucking proceed. Yeah. And we see the college and we get a intro card and i really do love the font that they use for blood cult right love and dude i also love the title card music super ominous and i love that the fucking blood cult is shot on the screen over top of the image of the fucking college it's not like a black screen with blood cult on it i really like when they do that yeah, and it, this is like what would play like right before you saw Cradle of Filth or something <laughs> in like 1996. Danny brings right. His ass this on is what stage. you're gonna hear. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's no it's no boarding house, but it's still pretty good. Uh, so now we see the Tri Delta Sorority, and it's late Wednesday night. I I like that they give you the exact time and day. You, you know, oh, it's way. Wednesday late at night at fucking 230.2 seconds <laughs> latitude and longitude uh, i don't even know what I'm, yeah i don't know don't listen to me so we see a girl sleeping in her bed and she thinks i guess her roommate is awake still and she's like oh like what's going on and all this shit 
and she turns the light on and she's attacked by our black gloved killer. And the funny thing about this interaction <laughs> is the killer picks up the severed head of her roommate and knocks her out with it. Hell yeah. She's, it's like uh, just swinging it as a weapon is just so funny. At first it looks like they're just carrying a wig with them in their hand because you don't see the front of the face. But then like they swing it and it actually knocks this girl out. And then she's like lying on the floor and the severed head is just laying right next to her. Right. It's something I've seen <laughs> in a, in a lot of these low budget movies now. I never get tired of it. A fucking severed head as a weapon is probably my favorite thing of all time. When it comes to weapons and horror movies, I will always choose the fucking severed head. Zombie three has a flying severed. Oh, head. it does dude. It's so good. It launched. <laughs> And now, why don't we get a little bit of uh, exposition? It was after the second body was found that I personally took over the investigation of the sorority house murders. To my knowledge, there had never been so savage a series of murders in this part of the state. We were most likely dealing with a serial killer who would probably strike again. And my guess was on campus. Both murders bore similarities most obvious being the golden amulets the killer left on each body. That and the fact that he dismembered each of his victims indicated that we were dealing with a psychopath, a killer who would be very difficult to catch. Oh, it was at that time that I also began to suspect that our county medical examiner, Dr. Hans White, was being sloppy in his investigation. In both cases so far, he had handled evidence or removed it completely from the crime scene before my deputy or I had had a chance to examine it. Okay, so basically somebody's going around killing people, they think it's a serial killer, and the medical examiner is being a lazy piece of shit and possibly botching these uh, investigations, right? And I, this, honestly, um, the scene that's happening while this is all going on uh, is basically the cops and like the medical examiner are looking at the crime scene from the night before with the severed head and the, the, all that shit that's happening. It is the best scene of the movie. In my opinion, it's not a violent scene. It's not the actual action scene, but the fucking vibrance of like the colors in the scene, the, the severed head that is like, like face onto the camera and everything. It is a fucking beautiful. I can't, I, I can't get over how cool that shot looks. And it's like a pinnacle of what a shot on video scene looks like to me in my head. When I think of those kind of movies. Well, like when they showed the severed head on the bed, you see the blood is super, super red, oh, right? Yeah. It looks, yeah. it looks awesome. It looks really good. So the cops are at the crime scene, obviously, and they're trying to kind of figure out what's going on. But now we learn about these gold amulets. Golden amulets were the only concrete clues we had in the beginning. And it was my daughter, Tina, who worked in the college library, who made the first break in the case. So basically his daughter figures out like, hey, wait a second, these amulets are actually, you know, they have a meaning, but you really kind of just want to say like, 
Yeah, fucking duh. <laughs> right? They wouldn't leave him there if they didn't have the fucking just meeting. him out of his pocket on accident. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's, this guy is the sheriff, right? This is uh, <laughs> Sheriff Ron. Doofus. And he is a fucking doofus. Yeah, he is not a good sheriff. So uh, apparently the medallions are from a witch cult, which I think that's pretty fucking cool. Right. (laughs) So let's get a little info about this witch cult. It's the insignia of a relatively new cult of witches, about 1700. And it seems they're rather obscure, American in origin. It seems they started out as a backlash against the the witch trials in Salem. That's the message. So this comes from a group of witches that I guess were super pissed after the Salem witch trials. Right. Out for revenge. Yeah, they're out for fucking revenge. They want fucking blood. And they say blood cult, so, you know, that's always great. There it is. So, yeah, this is uh, Tina is his daughter. Ron is the sheriff. And these are basically our two main characters throughout the film. And this is where we see Central State College. And apparently this is in Oklahoma. This whole thing was filmed in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I didn't. (laughs) Did you ever go to Oklahoma, Anthony, for your old job? Oh, yeah. Enid, Oklahoma. I basically lived there for like six months. Anthony used to do like lighting, like fix like, yeah. you know, the, the lighting rigs. But he would go to these like mega churches, like yeah, oh, shit. crazy as shit. They had shit. some of the best <laughs> musical equipment I've ever seen in my life. But they did. Tax free, baby. <laughs> and I, I, I had a joke that was like, and they're all like younger guys that would run the musical department. And I always had a joke. Every young guy that runs a musical department in Catholic churches or any like mega uh, these mega churches in the Midwest always have a Switchfoot poster in their office. (laughs) 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 It's it's like one of those bands that like I guess it crosses over like mainstream and no one really knows. Okay, to like Switchfoot, you know? Yeah, change Anthony's mind, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, change my mind that that's such a great thing. Change my mind that every hip. Guy that works at a church doesn't love Switchfoot. <laughs> they call that they call that a worship band. W- worship band. I'm sorry. Right? No, they also call them the the, um, the refuge bands. That's a thing. But ah, yeah, nice. some of the best music equipment I've ever seen in my life and camera equipment. No problem. Red camera. They had two of them. No big deal. Uh-huh. Cinema no cameras. No problem. No yeah, sixty thousand dollars. No problem. See ya. Yeah. How you give, doing? Just give me your. You know, I'm not much of a Metallica guy, but uh, Leopard Messiah, man. <laughs> Go listen to that song. So it's that I'm not, shit's about. I'm not much of a. What is it? That's another joke. The uh, change the snare on Saint Anger is uh, the a good sound uh, a good Tra- sounding snare. Changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, dude. Oh boy. Mm-k, mm-k, mm-k. So it's not a the, good sounding uh, snare, everybody. <laughs> no, it's not. I remember when that album came out, and I was like the fuck is this <laughs> it's awesome the snare tell drum Lars to fucking put that yeah. thing on his snare drum down like what the fuck happened here yeah no it's off yeah. it's um it, uh, the guy bob rock was like dude it'd sound better like it sounds better when the snare's off okay didn't didn't they eventually like tell him to fuck off somebody yeah, replaced yeah they don't work that. with him anymore 
They went to Rick Rubin. They said, and Rick Rubin was like, you guys are terrible. We got to rewrite yeah. this record. Put your fucking snare back on, you dumbass. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, it push it out. Uh, push it yeah, out. dude. It's, somebody replaced it with the snare sound of Blackened. And guess what? The record still sucks. <laughs> I can't I, imagine it's any better. I saw something that was like, how could 2020 get like any worse? And Saint it was Anger. like St. Anger, the Revenge or something. Yeah. <laughs> Did you send that to me? <laughs> dude, it's so I think they were due for a new record this year. So, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Please. I feel was drinking some I, booze again. So, we might have some new lyrics about being sober. <laughs> there was a rumor of a please. Misfits cover, um, like a three song cover EP, and I was really excited. And then someone was like, no, we're actually making a new record. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Oh. <laughs> the only band that still can like write music that I would care about is Megadeth. That's the only band, like one of those bands that I would still listen to. Yeah, but because I, I even though Dave Mustaine's a fucking more excited asshole. For Misfits cover, I mean, Metallica with their millions of dollars of equipment and gear covering three Misfits songs. <laughs> the entire a full album length. of theirs. Oh, God. I would like, I would, oh, I would pay so 30 bucks for it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sheriff Ron apparently has to go see uh, Dean Charles Bailey, who's the head of the college where the murder took place. And the, te- uh, the sheriff tells the dean. Uh, all about the witch cult and all that shit. And he says, don't close the school. If you close the school, that's going to really diminish our chances of finding the killer. And uh, the Dean basically says like, there better not be any more kill uh, killings. And what's funny is looking back, like there was a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) Better not be one more. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's like, there better be like six more. So now we see the Kappa Alpha Theta house and it's Friday night and there's a party going on, right? And this doesn't even look like it's in, you know, a frat or sorority row. It's in the fucking it just country, looks like dude. it's yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in fucking the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> but this party is raging and we see somebody watching from the woods and somebody's going out to throw some garbage out. And all of a sudden, we see them get attacked by the black-gloved killer. And at first, I thought this was a guy getting killed, but is it a girl? It's a girl, yeah. It's a girl, yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah, the killer with the cleaver has uh, a strike struck again. Strucking. But... Yes, it's just struck. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I found funny about this are the cleaver sounds that they use. And this is the killer chopping at her knee, basically cutting her leg it's, off at the knee. That noise is fucking awesome. Seriously. <laughs> so now the cops are discussing what's going on and any possible clues or anything that has to do with you know, why these people are getting cut up. And I thought this was really funny. What about this witchcraft angle? Coins or trinkets? That's got to be the key. Could this be some kind of Dungeons and Dragons game or (laughs) scavenger hunt going on around here somewhere? You heard anything? No. What? Why would this be anything like Dungeons and Dragons or a fucking scavenger hunt? That's what I'm talking about. You know that those D&D kids are fucking troublemakers. All right? Let's not fool anybody. Yeah, they're... They're fucking killing people for body parts. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So this is pretty funny here. We get like a static shot of this farm, right? And it's pretty much a voiceover the whole time. And we hear dogs kind of barking and growling at shit. And all of a sudden we see, you know, well, we hear a dog kind of whimper and it's obvious what happened to it. But now we see like a dead dog lying there. And this was done by our black-gloved killer, but we don't quite know why yet, right? And finally, we see one of the owners coming out of the house, and they walk across the property, and they go into the barn, and they find pretty much a headless dog, right? Yeah, just a carcass, no head. Y yeah, pretty fucked up. And this is where we see a pretty awesome 80s cafeteria this is like reminds me of my like my middle school <laughs> dude this is, totally it really it brought does. me it brought me back <laughs> even that gross and, fucking food she was getting looked like my cafeteria <laughs> salisbury steak there's also like a shit. sick there's a sick diet coke plug right there right <laughs> was, yeah, product sure. placement hell yeah and this is where we see a woman find a bunch of fingers in her salad Wow. And one of the cooks from the back comes screaming out and saying, like, come with me. And we see a dead woman in the trash can behind the store. She's got a huge gash, like in the middle of her of her skull. It's pretty brutal, right? It it's pretty graphic shot. looking. It looks like something from like Henry Portrait of a Serial oh, Killer, yeah. actually, if I had to uh, compare it to anything. And this is where it's like, hey, I thought there were supposed to be no more killings or the sheriff was going to be in trouble. <laughs> well, a couple we can like, get this by is, on. It's okay. Like, is it because they found it, like, behind the cafeteria and not in the cafeteria? Yeah, it wasn't you know? in the dorms. It wasn't in a fucking fraternity house. It's in the garbage. He put it in the appropriate disposal area. It's okay. <laughs> so Tina's with her boyfriend, Joel. And apparently everybody's leaving the uh, the dorms, right? They don't want to live on campus now that all these people are getting killed. And she's kind of pissed. But, like, can you really blame anybody for not wanting to stay there after all this? Hell no. Nah. I mean, come the fuck on. Deuces get the fuck out of here. So now all of a sudden, uh, Joel is getting a little concerned for Tina, right? And he kind of says something here that's a little important later. You haven't let me spend the night here since before this murder started. It's the end of the semester. The girls have finals at that point. Yeah, and I'm waking up in the morning, and you're not here, and first thing I hear is that another woman's been killed on the campus. Oh, what's going on? What is going on? No good. So, uh, he actually offers to help Tina's dad, right? He offers to help the sheriff, which is pretty weird, but... You know, just a civilian do offering that? to help a, a sheriff with his investigation. No big deal. Yeah, what the fuck? So fuck him. But uh, <laughs> we are <laughs> fuck him. So uh, now we see Sheriff Ron talking about his only lead. You remember any reports lately on disturbances out in the country or noises, fires? No, not so as I remember. Well, check it out, will you? I've been reading in this book that a witch cult used to leave amulets near their bodies of their victims, would use their victims in sacrifices, and these sacrifices would always be out in the country somewhere. 
There would always be fire and loud chanting. Case, this is our only real lead. So the sheriff is told after this that there was some, uh, there's a call from one of the ranches about poachers, right? And like all weird noises and shit. And he kind of gets mad that he wasn't made aware of this earlier, right? It's like, I just fucking so, asked the other guy if he had anything about this stuff. And he said, no, like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, So he's going to go check it out himself. He's going to go to the Hard Rock Ranch. And yeah. uh, we get some really strange background music for when he's driving that doesn't match the situation. He's just driving through, like, rural <laughs> Oklahoma. Right, it's like such dramatic music. What's wrong with it? It's just super dramatic. It's like if you're driving through the suburbs, right? And they're they're, they're stretching that a thousand dollar budget on music. They're just trying to put all of them in it. (laughs) It's just I I don't know. Like you don't listen to this when you drive. No, that sounds like it not, should be no. on the fucking A team, like that, like they're driving yeah, around. The, in yeah, the van, van the van is gonna jump the river or something, <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, that's what it sounds. <laughs> the bridge is out. So Gracie Moore is the woman that's over at the Hard Rock Ranch. She's pumped that the sheriff came out, right? She's like, "Wow, I can't believe you came out here." <laughs> I guess uh, he's running for like Senate or something yeah. or Congress. Whatever. I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, and she's all like, I can't believe it. Oh, my God, my husband will definitely vote for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, there's been spooky noises coming from the woods. Ooh. And lights big enough to light up the sky. And apparently, their dog's head was cut off, which we said before. But the head is missing. Oh, Interesting. And... Apparently, everything is happening at around 2 a.m. So the sheriff's like, hmm, maybe I'll come back and check it out. So he's going to come back. He's going to stake it out. He's going to come and see what's in those woods. And right here, you kind of realize, like, all right, I guess he figured it out, right? (laughs) (laughs) Busted. Yeah, the jig's out. Busted. So Tina's having dinner with... uh, her dad, the sheriff, at a diner, and they're waiting for the boyfriend, Joel, but we see somebody put something in the sheriff's coffee, right? And Tina's boyfriend, Joel, is really, uh, really kind of weird, right? Fucking A, I feel like weird. he's, yeah, I feel like he's super, like, uneasy the whole time. Something is off about this guy. Do you feel like he's, like, so, a red herring in this movie? Well, I think he's I think he's involved. Okay. He's in on it. Yeah, yeah. Because he's now, you know, he shows up for dinner and he's super insistent that he goes to help the sheriff. Right? Yes. It's really it's really weird. And when you see somebody put something in the drink, it's got like hairy arms. So it's it looks like him. <laughs> he has hairy <laughs> and, arms. Uh, yeah, well, you know. So the sheriff reluctantly agrees and Joel goes with Sheriff Ron. So they're sitting in the sheriff's car and see, this is why I say Joel's in on it. He's like, oh, sheriff, how you feel? You know what I mean? Like he makes a comment like that. He asks, I'm like, oh, how's your head feel? So and that kind of led me to believe that he was in on the drugging and being out there with them. And 
this is also where he's kind of he's kind of like douchey to the sheriff right like I, I don't know i just can't i hate this character i hate the guy joel he just rubbed <laughs> me the wrong way <laughs> so uh the sheriff finally wakes up and uh joel is running back to the car saying that it started that he sees something he hears something there's people and they gotta go check it out and they go running towards wherever this shit is coming from and like yet again, Joel is being a douche. He's like, "Come on, keep up." And this is like an old ass man. Yeah, he's like, okay, this 80. is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's he's gonna give him a fucking heart attack. But uh, we see these druid type figures coming from the uh, darkness towards a campfire. Ooh, and I love this shit. Of course, we start hearing the uh, you know, there's hooded people like people in robes so you're gonna hear weird fucking latin chanting or whatever the hell they're <laughs> almighty k9 <laughs> and the whole time that this is happening the sheriff is watching from the bushes but he's knocked out from behind. This guy takes so much head trauma this whole movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he definitely's got CT is, for sure. Yeah. Like, and like, this yeah. is where we see the head witch guy talking about what's going on. And loyalty. And what the audio is so weird in this for some reason. It's like double. When our mission is completed, our Lord and Master will guard and protect his children. Yes, there's but one thing still missing to make his plan complete. A body to make the sacrifice complete. So now they need what one more body? That's it. That's it. And I like the way that they use the blue lighting with the fisheye lens. It looks really cool. Yeah. You got some so, cool You got these cool little like also like the way when like when you have blue lighting in the fisheye it kind of like does this weird orb effect, which is really cool. And I think it's also important to note uh, to mention too that uh these druids also have like a bunch of badass dogs and you know, the dog is missing its head and all these fucking amulets that are left everywhere. And all these crime scenes have these dog heads on it. So there's this weird dog connection happening that, that you can start to put together as well throughout this whole thing. So we see all the body parts from all these women on the table. Also, it's like this altar of, of body parts. Kind of like Blood Diner, too. You know, that kind of thing. So. So, I love the uh, torso that's just sitting there. That was my favorite. You know what I like? That the fact that the uh, guy talking has corpse paint on. (laughs) It looks like a grandpa with corpse paint. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. So the the leader of this group is actually the the coroner, right? The uh, medical examiner, I mean. It's Hans. Yeah. And everybody's there. The dean is there. Imagine waking up to that. Like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone you I, know. Where did I? 
called yeah. it out. Yeah. Where, what did I miss? <laughs> Where was my invitation? And they, well, here it is. <laughs> Not you. Yes, Rob. All of us. We're all here together. We're all hoping you'll come too. And the great Lord and Master, the God Devil Caninus, will protect you, and guide you in everything you do. Come. Come with yeah. Us. So, what would you guys do? Like, where do I sign? Would you join? I would join. Oh <laughs> yeah, I would I'd join. Like, okay, cool dog. Let's do it. You, do I get one of them Dobermans? I love Dobermans. Is that part Dobermans. of the? Oh, she looks sweet. Yeah, me too. Shit's sweet. Oh, she so sweet. apparently, uh, <laughs> the sheriff's daughter Tina is there. She's one of these blood cult members, and it's pretty funny because she's like completely brainwashed at this point. And her job is to basically kill herself at this point. Yep, she's going to sacrifice right? herself. She's the final one. Yeah. And he's like all fucking freaked out, of course. And the dog emblem, you finally get a good look at it. And it's pretty funny looking. Oh, my God. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, you know, the sheriff's, I guess, last chance to join. Right. Or only chance. <laughs> now or never. You only get asked. Yeah, yeah. You only get asked once. So the sheriff wakes up when Joel is like, "Hey, man! Like, what are you doing? Like, there's nobody here. What are you? What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah. This is just an old trash fire <laughs> in the middle is of the woods." Is that like a natural? <laughs> yeah, is that like a natural thing in uh, Oklahoma? Like, oh, trash fires. It's just what. Yeah, that's a wild trash fire. Goddamn. And then he passes out again and he wakes up in the hospital. He's all fucked up because apparently he hit a tree and has a concussion. Or so he thinks. Headshots after headshots. Yeah. And he even like kind of thinks something's up when he's talking to the doctor and he's like, yeah, you're a dog lover? And he's like, yeah, I raised Dobermans. <laughs> oh. And the, uh, this is where you see, like, it's kind of one of those, like, invasion of the body snatcher type movies, right? Where everybody is involved and he's the only one that isn't. Yeah, he's trying to tell it's everybody in the hospital. He's trying to tell his daughter that, you know, you got to stay away from the doctor. The doctor's going to fucking kill you. And, like, everyone's like, dude, you're high as a fucking kite. Calm down, man. Like, it's not that yeah, big of a yeah, deal. Yeah, you're freaking out. So the sheriff's at the woman's dorm later that night. And he's got this big stupid bandage on his head. Looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. But, but the fucking music is sick here. This is some like Matthew Jason Walsh. Yeah, this shit rocks. I I love any of this like mid eighties synth drum machine music. It's so sick. But he spots Tina bringing Joel into the dorm, right? And it's late. It's like 1220, I think he says. But this is uh, where the end of the movie starts. And the funny thing is, he like starts eating his fucking dinner, I guess. He's eating like a sandwich <laughs> while all this shit is going on. It's like, really, man? <laughs> like you couldn't just fucking like... In his car. <laughs> yeah, it's like, couldn't just fucking like wait. Dude, it's been but a long day. Didn't is, have time to eat. Give a break. It's true. But this is where we see somebody's in the house, right? 
and they have the meat cleaver and they're walking in this blue lit dorm which is really cool this is i guess they spent a little bit of time with the lighting in this throughout yeah. the whole movie but, the lighting is awesome yeah, yeah. I, I, so, yeah i think the lighting is great in this movie so joel is sleeping in this dorm room and he's in the bed and he's lit like all blue and it's very similar to the lighting in crystal force also hell yeah it's kind of it's kind of similar to that crystal force <laughs> and he wakes up just in time to struggle with the killer he's trying to fight this killer off and the sheriff hears the commotion coming from upstairs and he runs into the house and he kicks the door open but it's too late right the killer has hacked joel up and the sheriff comes in and he says fucking freeze motherfucker <laughs> oh turns the light on and who is it his daughter tina God damn it tina not you damn it, tina. i've completed the sacrifice <laughs> god damn it sacrifice tina <laughs> no tina no not you tina stay away from me <laughs> stay away don't you what? come near me. <laughs> you didn't kill. Well, I didn't kill. He's in denial. We all killed. There was multiple people. Now. We're protected by him. My darling. Why you? I must bring an offering for the sacrifice. I must bring one like the rest. Oh. Like the others. So they all had to kill somebody in this cult. Right? Damn. And he's trying to reason with her, but she ain't having it. She runs. So he chases her. They're running down an alley. They find a, a ladder and she starts climbing up it. They're going up the fire escape. And he's telling her, like, this isn't the end. We can fix this. Please, Tina, like, just stop. Come down. Stop going, you know, higher. And eventually, Tina jumps off the fire escape directly onto a bunch of dumpsters and it's a fucking brutal impact right that's great. the dummy they use looks pretty good you see it like just cr like crumple over and you see her laying there on the floor and it kind of focuses on her face and she kind of smiles right and then she just lets let's go yep the death and that's release. it yep and then we get this fucking sick end credits music Hell yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So that's so that's Blood Cult. Damn. So what'd you guys think? God man, it's so good. You can, oh, you want to take this in? That nine inch nails feel, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're digging that. it. What no, it does. It does, yeah, it does. I get that. Hell yeah. We should just use this for our intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blood Cult. Now, why don't you guys tell me what you thought? Give me a, give me a rating. And we got a few more things we want to do with this movie. Blood Cult. All right. Uh, for being the first movie made for the home video market. Holy shit, man. This thing looks great. The story is great. Uh, there isn't really much of anything that I would change about it to say that, oh, this runs on too long or there's too much of this. There's too much of that. Fuck nah. This is, in my opinion, um, probably one of the best well-made shot on video movies. 
I know when we did uh, video violence, we had said, you know, this is going to be a movie that if I wanted to show somebody what a shot on video movie could be, I would show them video violence. This would be right the fuck after that, because I think between the two of them, you get the ultimate spectrum of how good a shot on video movie can be. Uh, this is a five star movie. It 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 holds up to the hype that everyone gives this movie. So five stars. Check it out. Anthony, um, I really like the movie a lot. Um, I feel, and I, I, I think the movie's really good, and I would show it to people for sure. I do feel I like the production way more than I like the movie itself. I think it's like I think the story is good. I just prefer. I just think the production of it really shines through, and like just like there's um, it's very rare when you see like these old uh shot on video movies a consistency of lighting and technical like like kind of this like like exposure matches like there's a theme throughout this is shot beautifully hell yeah it's, it's especially for as as their the avatar i guess it's just like a big advertising ploy the first shot on video I, okay, I don't even fucking say it, but I get it. And um, but I give it a four. I think it's really good. I think it's really it's a fun movie. And I think I was really um, I was pleasantly surprised with the um, with the production of it. Music is a five. I agree. Day. Oh, music is a yeah. five for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I love this movie. This is this is up there with video violence for me. Uh, for shot on video films, it, it's something where it's pretty crazy. It's done well. The story is good. So people will actually be able to pay attention and not just kind of be like, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, the soundtrack is good. Everything is, I like it. I like it a lot. This is something that I would have been pleasantly surprised with when there I rented it from the video store back in the day. Um, I would definitely give this a five out of five. I would say, check this one out and definitely go try to pick it up somehow. They're not that expensive, but we will be giving one away with the sequel at some point, right? It's a, yeah. uh, it's, it's, we'll do it eventually. Don't worry, guys. We'll fill you but in. But I want to have a little, I want to have a little fun with this, Chris and Anthony. Okay. If you could rename this film, what would you call it? Everybody give me one. All right. I got to pick my, my favorite one that I have here. Okay. I, I see. I don't know. There's, I went with two different directions. I think the one that I would probably go with first and foremost uh, would be Death Amulet. Okay, Anthony. <laughs> okay, this this is a very it's a very long title. Here we go. You guys ready? <laughs> uh huh. And I, 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 I and one of the words is not a mistake. I'm flipping it on purpose. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, it's very very deep, guys. It's uh Okay. The Oklahoma Blood Cult. Um wait, the Oklahoma um I'm sorry, wait. Oklahoma Cult of Blood and the Sad Tale of a Headless Dog. <laughs> that was the saddest part of the movie. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. Yeah. I'll give it to you. That's good. I like that. If I had to rename this, I would call it Caninus. I oh, have that go. dude, I have it written down too as one of my fucking names is Caninus. My awesome. cousin was in a band called K9S. Really? Blue lights only. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> I uh, I have another one that I had written down called Hounds of the Unholy. I thought that would oh, be a cool name too. too. You wouldn't just do Unholy Hounds? 
Uh, I guess. I don't know. I think Unholy Hounds does kind of have a nice ring to it, too. There you go, man. You can pay me later for All this. Right, we'll uh, work it out. What do they call that? <laughs> what do they call that? Uh, advisement? The rework. You're an advisor. <laughs> um, yeah, so let us know which one you like the best. Probably none. You can vote for none. How about that? If you have so, a rename for Blood Cult, fucking post it in the comments when we talk about it uh, this coming week with this movie, because I'd love to hear what you guys come up with, too. So, Grizz, why don't you give us a back of the box? Since this will be the one you could read the back of the box. Oh, boy. That this Grizz. is the United Home Video Clamshell uh, release. One of the strangest crimes in record. Uh, <laughs> Why do you make me Take do two. this? This is brutal. Take a shot. Right. Take two. One of the strangest crimes in recorded history took place on a small Midwestern campus. Each time the killer struck, he mutilated his victims, leaving a golden amulet near the body. The sheriff of, his, of this small college town is baffled by the string of serial killer type killings. Presu- pressure mounts as the murders continue with no apparent motive. The sheriff's daughter and her boyfriend provide the only break in the case as their research ties the amulet to an ancient witch cult that collects body parts for their murdered victims to form a hellacious creation of their black ceremonies. Stumbling onto the truth, the sheriff finds the reality is more horrifying than any macabre stories and ancient witchcraft. There you go. There we go. Did I mention that this was also released as Slasher? That's the name of it? Oh, yeah, that's right. There is a a, a 2001 release, right? Yeah, I believe it was 2001. Red Tape. Pretty sick. I got that one over there, too. You got it all. Because I am the man. Uh, (laughs) So let's let's hit Jake, and we'll get into the wheel. You see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? (laughs) Well, no. Okay, so we figured for our 100th episode, we would fill the wheel with just pure heat. Right, Chris. This is the right, uh, Anthony. This, this we said we will, we are going to fill this with shit that we absolutely love. So there's going to be zero chance of getting a bad film on this one. Uh, I'm pretty excited. It's going to be episode 100. Maybe we'll try to make it special somehow. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's 100. It's so special. let's spin the wheel. Hit this stupid fucking thing. Three. Two, one. Okay, wow, finally. You're going to be pumped on this one. We are going to be watching Video Violence Part 2. We will be returning to Frenchtown. (laughs) (laughs) Let me hit that trailer. So I'm done. Is there a trailer? Is there a trailer to Video Violence 2? I don't know, honestly. I don't know. If there is, I'm going to play it right here.
great show for you tonight. All Okay, so Video Violence 2, Grizz, this is one of the movies that you enjoy, right? You like this one? I love this movie. I love Video Violence Part 1. Uh, I think that the direction they took Part 2 is absolutely fucking hilarious. I think everyone will agree with us uh, when we get into that and talk about how much we love it. Also, fuck you for owning a copy of this tape that you paid a really good price for and that I don't own a copy of. So. Uh, what can I say, man? I'm a real collector. I just, I'm always I'm a real out collector. there. You know? I'm hitting the streets. You know, I'm Making just the digging. Deals. I'm going to swap meets. I'm meeting the people. I'm shaking hands. You know, Attracted you get viruses. these things present. No, get out of here. The only one that you attract is Harpies. So <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, got tracks for that, dude. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but yes, I do own video violence too. So we will be doing that. I love the idea of like the show, right? Like the cable show. So like smart. it's it's fucking yeah. hilarious. And we get a return of the vampire takes a bride. Fucking awesome. It's <laughs> gonna be fun. Uh yeah. So video violence too. Next week, episode 100, bring your party hats because it will be a celebration of bullshit. So, what did you guys watch slash get slash see slash Anthony? What what Blu-ray did you buy this week? Oh my god! We will go through, uh, you get you I, get I the Blu-ray passport. Um, let me pull it up. Um, yeah, it was, this week was a pretty busy week, so I didn't have to watch too much. But I brought um. What is it? Um, I brought I brought um, a man escaped, which is like a um, a couple films part of the. I'm trying to build up the Criterion um, physical collection. I brought um, Eyes Without a Face, and even though it's technically not part of the collection, it's um, was part of their collection. I found a UK version of a movie called Paper Moon from the 70s, which I really like. I've never heard of. Wait, was it Fiend Without a Face? Or it's no. called Eyes Without a Face. I believe it's Eyes Without a Face. I watched it on the um, channel, and I picked up the DVD right after. It's really good. Who knows, man? I only watch it if it's a piece of shit. So, Chris, <laughs> speaking uh, of what? piece of shit, Chris, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I uh, I watched a yeah, great, speaking of uh, pieces Pelosi of shit movie this week called Savage Vows. Um, that's got awesome fucking Polonia shit going all the way through it. It's funny. It's campy. It's got witch stuff going on. So that was really fun. Uh, our favorite directors, our uh, favorite regional directors. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I also uh, got a, another copy of a movie called nudist colony of the dead. I had recently traded my copy to a good friend of mine uh, for a copy of the refrigerator. Uh, which is another great movie, but I really kind of was disappointed in not having a because Mark Pirro is really 
becoming a, a really favorite act uh, director of mine. So I was able to find another copy of that for a really good price. So I picked that up and I watched that again. Played, he paid five hundred dollars for that. I paid five hundred and fifty cents to be fair. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but uh, but no, I, I got it for a fucking steal to be honest with you. And I watched it again. The music, the fucking lyrics, the songs. It's so catchy. It's so funny, and it's it's gory and funny it's it's great can't recommend it enough so but other than that it's it's been a tough week to fucking really sit down and watch anything i've been very distracted with current events and stuff so i've even just like buying tapes i've just been like off my game this week it's been weird so yeah so i finally got a copy of kingdom of the vampire the cinema home video release Finally, last time we had to use Grizz's copy to do it, and I, that made me feel dirty. <laughs> you haven't let I'm me do a, a movie to... that I own solely since, so I feel like it was true that you said that. Yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud to have it. Uh, <laughs> did I mention that I got a uh, screener of Phantasm 2 last week? You never told me that. Yeah, I got a screener copy of Phantasm 2. That's pretty cool. Is it, what is <laughs> that? I've never is seen that, it. Uh, Embassy? No, it's uh, MCA. MCA? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, watching a ton of shit. You ever see that movie Mayhem? It was on the Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in. It's called Mayhem, and it's got the guy from The Walking Dead that plays Glenn. And it's just like a crazy fucking movie where people just killing each other, going nuts from like a virus. I'm not familiar with it. No, uh, and also they play Tetsuo the Iron Man, which is fucking awesome. Uh, but that's really it. So, uh, anything else? You guys, can you think of uh, anything? No, oh, nothing? um, I wasn't here last week, but now there's no excuse from anyone. Uncut Gems is streaming on Netflix, so everyone <laughs> watch the fucking fucking, watch fucking movie. Everybody <laughs> watch it. It's great. So, Anthony, where can they find you online? On Uncut Gems on Netflix. That's where I'm at. That's that in. You'll find all the information there. No, Anthony Bassini at Instagram. I'm sorry, A Bassini on Instagram for all your video and audio needs in the tri-state area. And Or if you want to fly me out somewhere, I'll do it. <laughs> Grizz? All right, you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And don't forget, a cob. Uh, and you could find me at bad taste video and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com and uh, wherever you're listening to us please rate and review leave us five stars please pour the hate on we want it you know fucking ruin this shit for us for it uh donate please black lives matter hell yeah right yes we're all for that and what what's the saying you know no action you're siding with not us (laughs) (laughs) so get fucked or uh or unfollow us we really don't give a fuck yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's exactly it fuck off yeah (laughs) yeah um so we will be back with episode 100 with uh, what the fuck did I say we're doing? Video, Video violence, violence too. too. <laughs> See you later. Bye.